When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Tickets go on sale tomorrow for Duran Duran at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. on September 13th. I spoke to lead singer Simon Laban about the band's recent induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as well as their biggest hits, including Hungry Like the Wolf, Is There Something I Should Know, A View to a Kill, Notorious, and Ordinary World. Hello, Hi Simon. There. Is that Jason? Yes. Hey, thank you, Simon, for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. All right. Well, we're excited to have you because, A, you're legendary, and B, uh, tickets go on sale uh, for, for Duran Duran at Capital One Arena on September 13th. Uh, they go on sale to the general public 10 a.m. tomorrow. I think there's even a pre-sale today, so uh, get it's, your tickets yes. now, everybody. Um, it's very, very exciting. Very it's exciting very, indeed. Yes. Yes. Is this the first big tour since the your the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Since the last right? big, since the last big tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. The, it is the first tour since our our induction into the illustrious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, and I know you know, like every band would say, it's not gonna that won't affect the music. You're still gonna play all the great stuff like you would anyway. But come on, it's gotta be nice to have a little that extra little oomph there and uh, a little chip on the shoulder this time. <laughs> oh, I think it's I think it's extraordinary. I think it's um it it's it's just bumped us up into a into a slightly more kind of I don't know stratospheric level of um of celebrity, you know. Um, it's a seal of approval and, um, we feel it very much and we're very, very proud of it. Got to tell you. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be a, a great show there. You, you all have so many great songs, great hits, great hidden gems that, that everyone's going to hear at Capital One Arena. So you got to get your tickets, everybody. Um, whenever I have someone on, I always love to, to, you know, hear, hear your, you know, your, your superhero origin story. <laughs> so how did the band actually come together in Birmingham, England? And what was it? Was it 1978? I guess. How did they actually, <clears throat> how the formation happened? Well, I didn't join in 78. Nick and John um, put the band, had their first performance. Um, as I think they were called RAF at the time, um, which sounds about Royal Air Force, if you're wondering. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, they, uh, they they did that, and then they met Roger, and then they got, they got uh, Andy Taylor on board, and they were looking for a singer for ages. And apparently, when Andy, when Andy came, they didn't have a singer, and, they, and, and Andy would be going, where's, where's the singer? And they can always oh, not, he's not very well. He's not coming in today. Um, and finally, very, very, I, I had heard through a, through somebody at, at university where I was studying drama and theater arts, I'd heard that there was a band looking for a singer. Um, <clears throat> and, um, I turned up and I was the missing link. I was the key 
to Duran Duran. And we just, <laughs> we, the, the second day we met, we wrote our first song together. It's called The Sound of Thunder. It's on the first album. Yeah. Um, and it was, and it just took off from there. And we had a meteoric rise to success. Absolutely meteoric. You really did. And do you uh, do you think that meteoric rise it is sort of serendipitous in hindsight, looking back at how all the pieces um, came together? But do you think it's kind of kind of serendipitous that that first album, Duran Duran, in 1981, arrived the same year as the founding of MTV? I mean, it, it can't be a coincidence. Those sort of things uh, that, that was skyrocketed like all all serendipitously. Now, you've used Jason. I've got to just point out that you've used the word serendipitous three times in a row. <laughs> Synchronistic. Uh, is what I, I was looking I'm for. Thinking, there you go. I'm thinking lucky, 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 lucky dogs. We were. <laughs> um, honestly, we had no idea that MTV was going to start. Uh, we made our first video because um, we were told that they wanted some something to show on the Australian uh, chart show called Countdown. And they didn't want to fly us out to Australia because it was so expensive. So we went and made a video instead. And around the same time, MTV started. It was extraordinary. What a coincidence. You might even call it serendipitous. For a fourth time. Thank you. <laughs> well, you said you're lucky dogs, but you're also hungry wolves on the next one. Uh, hungry like a wolf. I want to know. Arguably... Okay, I got to stop you. I got to stop you, Jason. And this is, a, this is a common mistake. It is not hungry like a wolf. It is hungry like the, the wolf. Do you know why? Do you know why it's the wolf? Break it down for me. Because what's the question you ask when you hear hungry like the wolf? You say to yourself, which wolf? <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's the whole point. It sticks in your mind. You think about it twice. So what's your answer to that? What is, which wolf do you mean? I mean, I know what American Werewolf in London just come out. Warren Zevon had a song a couple years before. But like what was hungry like the wolf? You're on the prowl. Is it like a, a, a romantic thing that you're it's going the, after it's, somebody? It's the wolf inside of all of us. And and uh, is there something go to that juxtaposition of that dangerous, mysterious wolf inside of us with almost a happy, bubbly do 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 do? I mean, <laughs> I love the contrast there. Right. The sinister and so the do I. <clears throat> yeah, this guy, it's it's quite a sinister um, lyric, but it's got a very. It does have that yeah. and the <laughs> at the beginning. It's very <laughs> playful. Yeah, but it also has doom dash doom dash doom dash, you know? Oh yeah. It has an it has a incredible rhythm track. It really does. And a great riff. Of course. Damp, damp, what more could you want? It's an all-timer. It's all an all-timer. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, tell me about Is There Something I Should Know um, off the third album. Uh, I, I, any good stories of putting that one together? Was it was it based on anyone, anyone in the band writing that? You know, uh, you know what, what was in, the inspiration for that? Um, what was the inspiration for it? Um, I was just going to, I was just going to make something up actually. Um, <laughs> what's the fake was, reason? <laughs> oh, well, it was, it was, it was this kind of, I think it was this kind of suddenly we'd come to a point of doubt, you know, doubt, self-doubt. Um, and it expressed that. I do remember recording it. We did it in one night, one night in, in, um, central London, but we came out and I thought, I just knew I, I was I was flying to Canada the next day to go and see my girlfriend one night. And I took that cassette with me and I thought, this is going to be this is going to be something special. And you know what happened? It went it was it went straight into number one in the UK. And that's only the third time it had ever happened in the history of music at that time. Mm. That that's that's a feat right there. Well, please, please tell me now. It grabs us right from the beginning. All right. Well, a couple of minutes ago, you were doing a great impression of the beat <laughs> of, that, of your earlier "Hungry Like the Wolf," but the one to me is is a view to a kill with the bent. I mean, it 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 is an iconic one. What is it? What is it like getting? Ta- I mean, the British band James Bond is British. You know, Roger Moore's final one. What's it like getting tapped uh, to 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 be Roger Moore's swan song? How do you even come up with that? Is it pressure? Is it exciting? What is it? Mate, we were made up. It was such a great experience for us, and it was such a great opportunity. And we were all secret Bond fans. You know, we all had our favorite Bond and. And, you know, we just we just gave us a little bit of, you know, je ne sais quoi. It's French, you know. Um, it was fun. It was great fun to do it. And we, had, we made that silly video with Godly and Cream on the um, Eiffel Tower. That was that was hilarious. Uh, it's, they, were, uh, they were great fun. It's great. <clears throat> Absolutely and that- great fun. Absolutely. And a song like that will live on forever because, you know, it, we, everyone will be watching Bond movies forever and people will know that. And and similarly, an, um, a new generation, um, I, it's probably funny, but a new generation knows your Notorious song from Notorious B.I.G. sampling. <laughs> what was it like when, you know, uh, you know, I, I guess, A, recording the original, but B, you know, the fact that that there's like young kids out there yeah. now that don't even know your version. They they think they, they think it's Biggie. And you're like, no, that was us first. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I don't mind who they think it is. It really doesn't matter to me at all, as long as they listen to the song, you know, and that no, no. And in in that case, no, notorious. It's just become part of the parlance, hasn't it? It's become we've become part of the wallpaper of people's lives. (laughs) You're right. You can walk down the street and say no, no. And most people of a certain age could reply notorious. That is that is pop culture impact, baby. Exactly. Well, we don't have time to go through all of them. There's a million, you know, come undone so many, but I but I will I, my listeners will kill me and we don't want that to happen. If I don't at least ask about my favorite one of yours, which is Ordinary World, um mm-hmm. I just to me it's like the ultimate getting over a breakup song, you know? Like you're not going to cry over yesterday, you're going to somehow get out there and <laughs> through the rain, through all the heartbreak and find there's some ordinary world. I got to get back yeah. into it somehow. But yeah. um is that the message? How'd you come what were you going for? Yeah, it it does there the message is what you just projected on it 
It is exactly that. It's one of those songs where I, I did have something in mind when I wrote it, but that's become superseded so much more um, poignantly by the things that how it's affected other people in their lives and how and how it um, has made people feel that they're not alone in their in their troubles sometimes and that there's somebody out there with their voice um it's it, it it is a very wonderful song for that reason so, and it's it, it it means exactly what everybody says it means which would be what because i can't which would be no there's different <laughs> meanings it's different meanings everybody has their own interpretation and that is a wonderful thing so it's not just in your mind not just getting over a breakup it could be any troubles really exactly exactly yeah Awesome. Well, you've been really generous with your time. Let's bring it full circle before we run back to the the show. The it's what's it called? Future Past? Is that what we're calling the tour? Here? That's right. We, this is the Future Past tour. The continued, the continuing Future Past tour. Duran Duran coming to a town right in near Washington. In fact, yes, and not to be confused with Mooney Blues, a different Future Past. This is Duran Duran's Future Past, baby. Exactly. Um, Awesome. Anything you want to say? Uh, I always like to end like a pretend I'm not even here and like you're talking directly to our listeners. You know, hey, DC, come on out. We're excited to see it's going to be fun. Hey, DC, come on out. It's exciting out there. It's the best place to be. Duran Duran on tour. Can you miss it? The answer is no. I'm going to be there. So are you. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. All right. Thanks very much. Bye. Yep. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.